0: Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinsick, powered by BetSperts.
1: Welcome to The Deep Dive, Carolina Panthers Day, Andy. Um, really an interesting handicap. Uh, it's a fun, it's a fun yeah. one
0: to look into, I think, for sure.
1: Yes. Uh, excited to talk about this team, excited to get your temperature on this team. Um, a team that is at the beginning, is at the early stages of a rebuild, at least uh, by their own admission. Uh, threw assets into the fire to get the number one quarterback pick in this draft. Stake their flag in the, in uh, uh, in a little guy from Alabama with big heart and Bryce Young. And <laughs> he's it's a uh, it's an interesting time. Uh, turnover, coach turnover, uh, I mean, almost the entire, I think the entire coaching roster turned over, but you brought in a bunch of really interesting and, you know, somewhat uh, hot names in the assistant coaching ranks here. Um, pretty clearly, you have a team that is still, super, super talented defensively and it is kind of in win now mode on the defensive side of the ball paired with an offense that is really who in the world is providing skill, you know, the skill position players who are going to make a difference for this group. Um, and it all kind of revolves around Bryce Young kind of showing that he is ready to go right out of the box um, as your starting quarterback, because that's what we expect as we sit here uh, and look at uh, the Carolina Panthers, that this is uh, Bryce Young's job to prove um going forward in 2023 um how how do you feel the betting market and uh just the people whose opinions you care about like what what do you think that the general like what's the general take on this panthers team right now
0: i think the vibe is that it's a good rebuild i think you definitely improved in a multitude of ways the coaching um after i go through this i want to hear your opinion on the trade for number one Mm-hmm. It was a lot that they gave up, maybe even too much. But you can't understate the nothing works if you don't have the quarterback. And you might not end up in this position where you have that top 10 pick that, uh, you know, is, is going to be a big crux of that trade package. They made it happen. I respect them for you know going for it. So we're going to go get the quarterback we want. We're not trading into fourth. We're not moving up a little. We're gonna go get the guy we want, the guy we think is the best of these three quarterbacks, and we're gonna put him on our roster for the next five years and see where we're going. So I respected the move. I liked the hires. I didn't like some of the free agency signings. Hmm. I think some, and I will, I will put an asterisk on that if they're treating some of it as like, Hey, these are placeholders because we can't, you know, we can't go into the season with the wide receivers we have. Like we got to at least add some, some, some buddies because you know, uh, I, I love Adam Thielen. I really like him as a, you know, as this person, as a story. So he was kind of a, a local kid from around here that just kind of made it happen for himself. He went to one of those scouting camps and just suddenly was on a roster and turned into a, a really good player. But he is definitely on the decline. So I liked a lot of what happened, and I keep having to remind myself, like, this isn't the year. This They know that. Everyone, you know, with half a brain knows, like, it's awful hard to make it. Uh, you know, you can't accelerate a rebuild too much. Otherwise, it just turns into shit. See, it can't fix everything all at once. So, you know, bringing in Thielen and Shark, some guys that were pretty good, like, three years ago, you know, th- that's fine, those are nice placeholders. You know, you gotta replace them at some point, and you know, some sneaky good pieces on the defense. So I like where this team's at. I, I think their win total, it's you know, I'm I'm kind of right there with Tampa. It's like, man, that's that's a pretty good number. Like, that's kind of where I have this team an awful lot of times. And again, we have a huge unanswered question because traditionally I've been horseshit at deciding which rookie quarterbacks are going to be any good. Although I never I never wavered on Trevor. I saw something, you know, just I, I figured that uh he'd at least be good. Maybe not great, but man, that the, the urban thing, you know, having the whiff of that on him. But man, I liked I liked Josh Rosen. I liked Darnold. I wasn't I wasn't like a Josh Allen guy, which to be fair, nobody was a Josh Allen guy to start with unless you're from upstate New York or you're a big cat. So, we, you know, I was I've, I've given up on like predicting if a quarterback will be good or not. Like, get it. He's small. He played with all, you know, all these wide receivers that went in the first round of the draft. Uh, shit, he went he played behind a bunch of offensive linemen that went in the first few rounds. He's always had running backs that go, you know, fairly early fuck even tight ends. Like it's just this whole team, obviously it's Alabama. I don't have to tell you this. So I'm flummoxed to try to make some prediction on whether he'll be good or not. But the short thing, you know, it doesn't let us drive good coaching and good Mm -hmm. people around you. You can make it happen. We've seen multiple Hall of Famers over the last 20 years that are pretty short. So I'm I'm not going to use it as a huge knock. So Kind of in a in a nutshell, there. I like the vibe. I yeah. like the, I like the rebuild, and I realize like you got to be patient with this. Because do you, you think he ultimately? There.
1: You think he ultimately gets an NFL body in terms of weight?
0: Yeah, he's definitely gonna have to
1: bulk up. You think that's possible?
0: I mean, that's the thing. It's not 1980 where they would have just had him like, hey, crack a couple eggs and drink a <laughs> raw this morning. Like, <laughs> you know, the, the level of the level of technology we've gotten to with like nutritionists and sure you know, dietary experts and you know trainers and people that can help you put on weights, uh, you know, in a responsible and uh, efficient manner. It feels like, it feels like it's very possible in 2023.
1: Okay. Like, you know, well, let's, let's circle back on this and let's talk need, a little that bit. That about, needs to uh, happen though. He's too little. Oh yeah. Big You're time.
0: too little guy. Okay.
1: Let's say he's just a little guy. Yeah, uh, nervous about Washington boy football <laughs> to a degree. Uh, let's talk about 2022 though, because the Panthers had what was actually on paper a successful season last year their win total was six and a half they made that by a half win um they were right there in the mix for a playoff spot as we covered in the uh, tampa bay pod um if they had won against the tampa bay buccaneers on january 1st 2023 i think they're probably hosting a playoff game uh instead they lose after i think they blew a lead in that one uh they were they, yeah they were
0: winning that game they coughed that game up so what i yeah. said about brady he showed up sometimes. Yeah, In the fourth quarter of games, they did win their last game, but it
1: didn't matter. They were up 21-10 in the fourth quarter of that game against Brady uh, before losing, and it was a really weird season for the Panthers because they change ownership. The new owner comes in. He wants to put his fingerprints on the team, and he wants to get rid of Matt Rule. Matt Rule was their favorite, preseason favorite last year for first coach fired, and he was the first coach relieved of his duties. And they handed the keys to Steve Wilkes, who went six and six. Uh, Wow. Steve Wilkes, who knew? Uh, Steve Wilkes, maybe even more impressively, did it with Ben McAdoo as his offensive coordinator, Al Holcomb and Phil Snow as his defensive coordinators, and a mix of P.J. Walker and Sam Darnold at the quarterback position. Darnold ended up starting six games uh, at quarterback PJ Walker started five. There was a little bit of Jacob Jacob Eason time in there. Baker Mayfield was relieved of his duties as well after six games and a one and five record to start the season. Do I don't really know what to make of that? I don't think that ultimately, if they had started the season with Sam Darnold as QB, if this is a more successful campaign and there were a above five hundred team that wins their division. Um because it definitely didn't feel like, I mean, Mayfield didn't do anything to win games early on in the season, but don't really remember being like, well, he's the reason why. Like, that's what's going on here. Like, I think just in general, the team didn't love playing for Matt Rule and they underachieved by a decent amount. And, you know, they didn't play anybody good. They lost to the Browns, lost to the Giants, beat the Saints, lost to the Cardinals, Niners, Rams uh, on their way to one and five. And, um, But I guess there was enough flashes uh, that, uh, you know, the team didn't quit. That's cool. They had some cool, good veteran leadership. uh, And I feel like largely they got it turned around on the defensive side of things, even though they gave up 37 points to Atlanta, 42 to Cincinnati. uh, So they had some pretty clear ups and downs. Very weird season overall. Um, And I think you have a pretty good idea of the players who exist on this roster and what their values are. And just in general, how to come up with a a fair price outside of the quarterback position. So not a ton of questions yeah, for the, me, really.
0: Defense, yeah. To your point, the, the defense has good players at all three levels, but all three levels are also incomplete. Like you're lacking one more edge rusher. You're lacking. You know, probably one extra piece uh, in the in the defensive secondary as well, and again, you know, they play a little, play a little different up front. It's three four, so it's it's hard to shit on shit on the edge rushers and not shit on the linebackers a little too. But like, the interior linebackers were good. Just uh, I need a little I need a little more from probably the interior pass rush and the, the edge rushers, I guess, from a front seven standpoint. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, like Brian Burns, very, very good. You know, they, they saw some good things from, I mean, Thompson and, and Lou Vu
1: mm-hmm.
0: Have some good players, just not quite there. And that's kind of what you know, I've been saying about this team the whole time. It's we're missing, you know, we're, we're missing just a little bit everywhere. And I mean, especially the offense. Uh, it's you know, it wasn't that long ago. You had DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey, and oh, uh, this is the first time I'm going to get to say this on a podcast. Chosen Anderson, <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: yeah. So I find yeah, it's yeah.
0: it's it, 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 it's like there's there's not a huge deficiency anywhere. Obviously, unless unless uh, quarterbacks just lost, it's not like they're just going to be absolute garbage anywhere, but. There's no, like, this is our huge strength right This now. is our identity.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think this is a pretty clear their identity as defense. Um, I rate this defense fairly highly. Uh, yeah. Every single starter.
0: It, it has a higher likelihood of being, like, good compared to this offense for sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, if you think of defense as a weak link system. I don't even actually see the weak link here. Every single starter on defense is above replacement level player. The big acquisition. What do you team have, one, YGM? Uh, he turned
0: gross tomatoes.
1: As an outside linebacker, uh, I have him above replacement level. Yeah, I have a decent score on him. Not a. N- no one is r- screaming off the page. I'm a. I'm a star.
0: I kind of right. want to guess who your lowest-rated player is of the 11, then. My you highest is Brian. Von Prince. Bell plugged in.
1: Yeah. Von uh, Bell. Derek Brown? Yeah. Derek Brown I have as good in ascending. Yeah. Again, because, like, he's kind of right at that age where this should be his breakout year.
0: Hopefully. My lowest-rated
1: player is Shy Tuttle. Shy Tuttle. Uh, nose, nose tackle. And I have him above replacement level. So, yeah. Um, you know, Frankie Louvu maybe is a little bit, you know, another guy, a guy who may be a weak link. But, you know, it's it's a, the defense he's, he's overall
0: ascending too. you know, a lot of people yeah. like him a bit. Yeah.
1: Brian Burns. Excellent. Derek Brown. Good in ascending. Jeremy Chin. Excellent. And then potentially ascending Dante yeah. Jackson coming off of an injury. The flashes we've seen from him. He is a good player. J.C. Horn. Similarly, good player, but uh, availability is a question mark. So maybe it's the cornerback position just because they're not especially deep and those guys are a little bit injury prone. Um, But I love Bell. I like Woods. I love Chin. Um, This is, you know, this is an overall of just a very, very good defense on paper. Just sound, good sound defense. And we haven't even gotten to the fact that they're upgrading from a scheme that was, uh, you know a little underwhelming, didn't really even utilize the best of the talent here. A couple of defensive coordinators because somebody must have gotten fired when uh, Matt Rule got fired, but they're upgrading to Jiro Evero, who is one of sort of the hottest names in defensive coordinating circles and is doing impressive things with this same level of talent uh, last year in in, uh, Denver. So if you look up through most of the season and the – Carolina Panthers are at the top of most statistical categories defensively. I do not think it should come as a surprise.
0: Yeah, Phil Phil Snow was shit-canned at the same time as uh, Matt Rule there.
1: Yeah, he was not doing an especially good job, but I could have told you. Uh, much more excited about what Ajara Everett was bringing to the table. Um, so I think realistically... The defense is going to keep you in many, many, you know, in, in almost every single game. I do not think this you are going to get blown out. You are going to get run off the field, even against the very good offenses that you face, which aren't even that many. For me, the weakness on the team and the question mark kind of revolve around the wide receiver room, and that's where we go answering the question about the Bryce Young trade. Did you have to give DJ Moore <laughs> up? Was there any other way? I know that's to get the part that done.
0: That's the part and- I, I really think they did. The Bears really wanted him. It, they made it sound like they really wanted him to be a part of the deal. I don't know, you know, how the negotiations went. If they tried to throw in more draft capital, but you, you can't give away all the draft capital either. If you want
1: to, yeah. If you
0: want to continue to, be, you know, be on this rebuilding path. So, yeah, that sucks.
1: Um, the the overall usage for DJ Moore last year was insane. I think his target share, 118 targets, uh you know, just that share relative to the rest of the, you know, the rest of the offense was pretty unbelievable. Um 63 catches on 118 targets. The next highest was Christian McCaffrey, who only played six games for you. After that, it was Terrence Marshall Jr. with 47 targets. So I don't have the percentages right in front of me here, but I feel like he was he was basically almost 50% of your offense. And now he's in Chicago. And you replaced him with presumably Terrence Marshall Jr. takes a step forward. DJ Chirk if he's got anything, Adam Thielen if he's got anything, Jonathan Mingo as a rookie, Lavisca Chenault as a weird gadget player, Shy Smith uh, is a huge you know as a potential breakout. I, I mean, these are all very 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 suspect cast of characters to have like huge breakout seasons for you and and eat up you know absorb fifty percent of your you know your usage of skill position players, um, tight end
0: the vacated targets.
1: Vacated targets, yeah. The vacated targets are pretty serious. Hayden Hurst has never been a guy I've been super excited about as a tight end. Miles Sanders is a guy that you probably overpaid a little bit uh, at the running back position. Uh, If you weren't going to keep Christian McCaffrey, I'm not sure why you got Miles Sanders. Like, if, If he's
0: not, they're expecting it, but if he's not a true three down back for them, that deal sucked.
1: Yeah, Yeah. So overall, you're your offense has a low ceiling because the skill position group is pretty clearly bottom 10, maybe bottom five in the NFL. Oh, uh, pair that with a rookie quarterback who they have potential to be turnover magnets. Uh, and I can see this being a situation where Carolina is in a lot of games and winning games where Bryce young happens to hold on to the ball as opposed to committing two or three turnovers. I think it might be that volatile of the season for the Panthers in general. Um, offensive line, it's worth noting, is pretty good. This group is not great, but they're good. Uh, actually, I have them squarely average. Interior offensive line is a little weak. Uh, I don't rate your center and your right guard especially highly, um, but your tackles are fine. Um Depth is a huge problem. If any of your offensive linemen go down, then we're in trouble.
0: Yeah. You need uh icky to continue this to and and the the offensive line isn't, isn't probably has a doesn't probably have a high ceiling. Hayden Hurst still in the league. <laughs>
1: not expecting yeah, it's, great it's things not it's not first, it's we'll not see.
0: fun to look at this uh, offensive roster right now especially if you're a carolina fan or you know a fan of Bryce Young and you want to see him succeed it's it's a tough road to hoe with the the skill position that he has you know, kind of put with him on this roster right now but
1: yeah like if you're up against an elite secondary you're screwed like i really don't even know what you, what you call just lean into a run heavy approach that week and hope you win 10 7 9 7 9 6 (laughs) like like you're gonna have to have some game plans when you're going up against elite secondaries that you're literally like we're keeping this game in the teens that's our only shot because we are not going to be moving the ball on these guys um I'm, I maybe I'm crazy and Terrence Marshall Jr. has a huge breakout and DJ Chark has more in the tank or Jonathan Mingo is, you know, the next coming Justin Jefferson. I, who the hell knows? But I see a lot of receivers that are going to struggle to create separation on this entire offensive roster against anyone better than average.
0: Yeah. If you're Adam Thielen and you had a down year with, I'm assuming and this can't be 100% accurate because sometimes just things get mixed and, you know, you're trying to scheme this to ha- not happen, but I'm assuming the CB1 probably covered Justin Jefferson more often. <laughs> it's a fair guess.
1: <laughs> so, it's I mean, you you—you
0: you likely didn't face a, a CB1 ever hardly last year. You got a lot, of, a lot of two and three on you. So I'm not super hopeful for anybody in the wide receiver room, and again, you have a complete unknown at quarterback. So I think it's kind of where we're at with Tampa. We have a yeah. pretty known, uh, you know this this defense is going to fall somewhere between ten and fifteen for me. Yeah, and I think that's that's uh and that's good. Like that's a it's a team on the rise on that side of the ball. The offense is probably twenty to twenty five, and that's maybe high side.
1: So. The interesting kind of combo here, then, between 2022 and the offseason grade is you didn't have to give up DJ if you had lost more. <laughs> but I'm glad you fought and won and got a bunch of your defensive players. Like, yeah, what, some what percentage
0: chance playing well would you say they to get the one pick if they'd kept rule and Baker? <laughs> like, it's it's like 30. They were yeah. rough. I mean, yeah. and th- and at that point, they they still yeah. would have been selling. Like, yeah, you still probably make the McCaffrey trade. You make the you make the. Yeah, I'm
1: glad they held on to a couple of pieces. There were people floating around buying burn and stuff. Like, yeah, you know, I'm glad they. Kept yeah, I didn't together. like I'm that. I'm glad I they hoping, played hard. Um, I was hoping he
0: wouldn't get traded, and they end up keeping him, which is nice.
1: Yeah, and I you know I think ultimately like it's a good enough nucleus. And just in general, like not, it's not relying on stars. It's just good players everywhere uh, with a good coordinator. That I think um, you're going to be, you, you know, you're going to be impressed by these guys in a lot of weeks. Uh, the entire question is, can anyone emerge offensively to help Bryce Young develop? And I don't see a good answer for that. Um, but this is a lot. This this isn't have like Justin Fields, Chicago whiffs. In terms of how bad that group was last year. In, you know, but it's close. It's pretty close. And the offensive line is a little more competent. But again, one injury and all of a sudden now you're talking like... You've thrown Bryce Young exactly into that situation where he's running for his life. He's got no one that could create separation. And the run game maybe is a little too predictable. And then you know, you've kind of... He's taken a lot of shots in his rookie year. I think that's probably... Um, I think that's probably where this is headed. Uh Dan reminds us they had the PJ Walker Hail Mary miss mixed extra point versus Atlanta loss in OT. That was a tough one. Oof. That was a wild one. Uh they, yes, they were very, very, very close last year in so many ways to winning the division.
0: You know I'm giving I'm giving them an A for off season grade.
1: Okay. Just, okay.
0: just in case and Dan, right down this timestamp just in case Bryce Young turns out to be really, really good. Like fuck, man. All right. So this is the part we'll clip. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving Carolina an A. I think they've hit a home run with Bryce Young, and he's going to be one of the premier quarterbacks in this league within a you know, within a year or two.
1: Um, I'm going to give them a B because I think they did give up too much in the uh Uh, in the Bryce Young trade. So let's see. Chicago got DJ Moore. First and second round selections in 2023. That was the ninth and 61st pick. 2024 first rounder. 2025 second rounder. Okay. So Panthers do not have their first round pick next year. That's a bummer. Because boy oh boy would it be fun to go swing away on like an elite round one wide receiver to put on this in this unit. So they're going to have to solve the the skill position group through free agency, which, or second round hope and prayer, which is, it's worked out for some teams, but um, I feel like this is going to be a longer project to get Bryce Young up and running uh, than plug and play and win and compete this year, even though otherwise you have a lot of really good players on this team. And the hope <laughs> is, I think, that your defense isn't on the decline when Bryce Young finally has the pieces to, Emerge in year two, three, probably, probably year three.
0: Yeah. And we we don't do this a lot. We try to stick with the team we're talking about, but kind of a quick question. Who do you think has, and this is very relevant for a certain award. Who do you think has the best chance of having a good year one between the three quarterbacks based on their, because they're all kind of in a position where, Hey, you don't have a ton around you especially if the one loses his running back, who's also a pretty good receiver because uh, there's some infighting going on now.
1: So we're, we're not including Clayton tune.
0: We will, we'll keep him <laughs> out for this, just for this one. And
1: we're not including will love because Titans seem to want to try to win this year. Uh, so it's probably gonna be Tanny, Tanny wired or wire. um, yeah. okay. Uh, of the three QB wins Probably most likely goes to the Panthers because their defense is so good. Yeah. But I think his statistical profile is going to look pretty, pretty unimpressive. Um, if he can avoid turnovers, then maybe it actually looks fair. It looks good, and maybe they yeah. win a, an extra game or two. Maybe they get to ten wins. It's not crazy in my mind. Um, I, feel, I feel like
0: Richardson could have a. But Justin yeah, Richardson. Here Richardson like, oh, would have been. He's an athlete, and right? Richardson like...
1: would have been because C.J. Stroud's in the same situation. Good O line fine scheme, terrible skill position group. Uh, I think Richardson is he's going to be perceived to have had the best season is my guess, even though he may not have as many wins because his home stretch is really favorable for him to to pop a little bit. And he's got a little bit more of these working with, assuming John Taylor shows up at some point. Um,
0: It feels like it's one of those. where Hey, they didn't win very many games, but there's upside there
1: yeah yeah and i think we're, in having, we're game, having the
0: justin fields conversations like, especially man,
1: pairing him with Steichen. that's kind of exciting so
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah and i think it's just improbable. probably yeah but but again it's also possible all three don't do enough Stink. to really yeah they don't do enough to warrant significant consideration to challenge bijan robinson who's i don't know if you've seen is got he's got some sick moves andy he um <laughs> he's got all right meat.
0: the schedule speaking of playing Bijan robinson twice this year right off the bat atlanta at the mercedes-benz thunderdome or whatever it is called there's there's Megatron's butthole, yeah. Mega, yeah. Megatron's butthole, Jeez. it does look like uh, an anus from the sky. <laughs> um, not super aesthetically pleasing from the drone shots, but starting off with Atlanta and New Orleans, couple important divisional games right off the bat. Bit of a bit of a nasty stretch there, heading into the early bye with. You know, it is a good defense, so probably a better matchup than some teams having to face Minnesota because you, you know, your your strength is defense and secondary, and you should be able Mm -hmm. to bottle them up a little on offense. It's at home, and you know you have a weak offense, but their defense should. You know, I've mentioned this already once. Like maybe still be figuring out. Maybe they never figured out. That's still my thesis with Flores. Like, hey, he's going to be a good coordinator next year when they had some pieces that are actually good players to that defense. So uh, just winna- winnable games, like you know three and three, definitely in the cards. But if you lose one or two of those coin flips, it's uh, you know, very, very possible you go into that by not feeling great about yourself, and then you come out against the two rookie quarterbacks, the other two we just talked about. These are fun games.
1: Dude, this is such an easy schedule.
0: And then, yeah, I was gonna say you got Jacksonville and Dallas, but it's just a shitload of coin flips,
1: dude. You're well, you're favored in five times as many games as the Bucks.
0: Five hundred percent more.
1: <laughs> and you have one, two, three games where you're plus one. You have a game where you're plus one and a half. A game where you're plus two and a half. So and a game where you're plus two. Um, one, two, three, Um four, five, six games where you are realistically very much in it just from win probability standpoint. Um, You're going to be in every game this season except for the Miami game, the Dallas game, and maybe the Jaguars game. Those are your three hardest games. Dude, the Carolina Panthers could go to the playoffs with this schedule. And a top five defense? I think they could. This is really, really easy.
0: It's it's the same thing, and we're gonna say this over and over when we do these four divisional teams. But it's the same thing. Like, hey, uh, Ritter,
1: Ritter. Uh, let's go through. Let's just let's list them all. Down, list them all. Ritter, Carr, Carr, Gino, Gino, Cousins, Kirk. Goff, maybe Tua, maybe uh, Tua,
0: maybe Skyler. Who knows? DJ
1: Stroud, Anthony Richardson, Richardson Fields. Fields, Dak, Tanny. Trask,
0: Cal Trask.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: I can never remember Car
1: again, Ritter again, Love Lawrence and Trask. Kyle Trask, probably. So, <clears throat> you know how many uh top five quarterbacks we just named? Zero. You know how many top 10 quarterbacks we just named? Two.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, who's the Best quarterback they'll face,
1: Trevor Lawrence,
0: Dak, Goff, really, it's Trevor, Trevor Lawrence.
1: Then to a then Dak.
0: Ah, uh, so I mean Dak.
1: Dak is so borderline Dac, top ten for me. So Dak, we'll Goff,
0: Goff, Kirk, and Dak, Goff, Yeah, pretty close. Kirk,
1: but yeah, I mean, might be
0: Trevor Lawrence. Jesus,
1: Trevor Lawrence is the toughest quarterback you face, and you have a good defense.
0: How many good sec- division one. Yeah,
1: how many good secondaries do they go against? Atlanta has a good secondary. Saints okay. I gotta look at this uh a little bit more carefully. I might be making Panthers bets. I can't I didn't re- I just didn't put together how easy the schedule is.
0: Oh, it's it's the same schedule, except they don't have to play the first place teams. Like, <laughs> yeah, like that's exactly. that's Tampa Tampa's yeah. fatal flaw is you know the, oh, the fact boy. that they they won the division. That's the only thing they made the schedule remotely hard. Like, they uh, so so, and this is where I want you to pump the brakes a little.
1: Injury. It's all. It's all. It's all. Well, not injury. it's all. Uh, so New, it's all
0: New Orleans. Go look at New Orleans schedule.
1: Yeah. Same. Same shit. Yeah.
0: Not terribly dissimilar. Yeah. Atlanta schedule shit. not terribly dissimilar. Like yeah. everyone does have a pretty easy schedule in this division. At Tampa, it's just tougher because they have to play some first place teams. But. It's uh, I mean, you're right. Like that's why I think that's why you're giving a team with that much offense to talk about and a rookie quarterback that's completely unproven uh, a win total at seven and a half. Like the the schedule is definitely playing into that because they should probably be a six and a half team. But it's a it's a very forgiving schedule to be sure. And yeah, if you if you wanted to play Carolina, like you if you really believe in in Bryce. Probably should be playing some Carolina over like nine and a half, ten and a half wins. Because if he's good, they're going to yes. win more of these one flips than they lose. And suddenly it's a, you know, it's a division winning team.
1: Okay. We're going to make a okay.
0: case for like every team in this division to win. Well,
1: I think that's kind of the nature here. Okay. That so is So, Andy, <clears throat> true. The I, I am projecting. The Panthers concede the third fewest points this season after San Francisco and Dallas. And that is all schedule-based. This defense is going to clearly be top five on paper by the end of the year, in my opinion, because of how easy this is and the personnel strength they have on that side of the ball. Turnovers would vault could vault them into the top two defensively, offensively turnovers could take them out of some of these games, surely, and they could lose some that they would otherwise ought to be winning. But, um, man, the prices might be right to back these guys to get something going this year. So, I guess...
0: And the the one thing that we we did kind of miss on, because we, we focused so much on, you know, the drafting a quarterback first overall, they did take wide receiver, yeah, uh, in the third round, Mingo. That that might be your third wide receiver. You know, none of the, none of these other guys are, you know, imposing enough for for me to say that he won't weasel his way into that depth chart. Like he
1: was. No, great. I'm sure he will. He had a very. I, I he had a very good He doesn't. You you ought to do that just for his growth and try to have you know get some chemistry in the future for those he was, guys.
0: I, I believe I have to look this up. Yeah, he was fast. Okay.
1: So four, four, six at all the right. combine. here's the question, Andy, about getting involved Then um, is the beginning of the season where they go. They have games against Atlanta, New Orleans, Seattle, Minnesota, Detroit, Miami. Like those are, uh, you know, the, this is the, the it's clearly an imbalanced schedule where it's much easier down the stretch than it is at the top, even though you're not facing any good quarterbacks. Um, the. Nature of Frank Wright teams, right? teams starting slowly does that give you a pause in betting any panthers until they get some of the get some of the rookie jitters out from bryce young get some of the frank reich slow start out of the way like they start zero and four and then we get panthers wild card frisky or something because like the rest (laughs) of the schedule those slow starts were always
0: like Oh shit, we gave him another bad quarterback. People Frank Reich was supposed to come in and have Andrew Luck for ten years, man. Poor Substance. He started
1: of bitch. slow with Andrew Luck. He started slow know, with, uh, with with Philip Rivers. Like ultimately made the playoffs with those guys.
0: Philip Rivers. I forgot about that season. Man, they had they've they've really been through the paces at quarterback the last five years, but I think working no, quarterback it's true. It's true. That's a thing. I don't know if there's signal there. I'd have to go look at those schedules.
1: They, they got rest disadvantage in the first six. They got travel disparity in the first six. They got Frank Reich's shadow. Are you're just them. saying
0: we should be betting on them a little later. Yeah, I'm saying, I'm saying more, coming, of more of a betting plan.
1: Coming out of the buy, that's when you get involved and you hope that they finish the final 11 weeks of the season eight and three, which is. Doable nine and two is doable for for what I mean for all we're talking. You know, you, this team can win eight or nine games in the final eleven just because the schedule is that forgiving. Let's look at the odds. Don't think I'm playing Super Bowl even if it drifts past a hundred. Uh,
0: I was, you know what I would add though, if if I'm truly a believer in Hey Mingo is legit. He's probably your wide receiver two, maybe one right off the bat. And Bryce Young is going to come in and make it happen with this coaching staff. Um, I'd probably take. A, I bet you could find a forty on NFC if you poked around.
1: Okay, but but at the same time, if you, if they're two and four at the buy, that's going to be like a hundred.
0: Yeah, NFC. good point. Like, yeah, right? maybe every everything should be added at the buy, and then
1: yeah, any kind of feature, I think you got to wait here. I'll be surprised if they come out of the gate in this offense. Because yeah, even if they're
0: three them. and three, it's not like, oh man, we need to, this team's like 20 to one to win the conference now.
1: Right. Because the other thing is, Bryce Young, rookie quarterback in the playoffs, is going to get his absolute lunch fed to him in his first playoff start. Right. Like, what is like, 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 talk, talk me into taking nine and a half points with the Panthers in San Francisco in the wild card round.
0: I mean, in this scenario, they're hosting a game against a wild card team.
1: <laughs> okay, so it's talk like, me into so it's talk like, me into taking the two and a half points with the Panthers hosting the Minnesota. Eagles. Yeah, no, no yeah, man, three and a half points. Eagles
0: yeah. are a division winner. No, I mean Cowboys. Then.
1: Cowboys go down. You probably, probably
0: get yeah, you get like the Cowboys. Maybe you get the Vikings. Cowboys come to town. Like Cowboys are Lions. two and a
1: half point favorites, just like they were in Tampa last year. You you're you talking me into taking two and a half with Bryce Young in that spot
0: he's been in big games man we scared we saw burrow do it uh, if if we get to the buy and NFC is like 100 to one i'll probably take a little that's just that's a fun ticket to have once they if they win the division
1: okay okay all right i'm gonna think about it um i think the make yeah, of I'm well, not, I'm not, it's not it's yeah. not
0: like oh good they have to they get two road games most likely yeah and you never know you win your division and with the the difference between the division winner in the NFC North and the wild card team and the division winner in the west and the wild card team and like Philly and Dallas. Like there's not there's nothing saying you have to win two road games to make the Super Bowl.
1: Okay. Like yeah. having
0: having being the three or four seed in the NFC feels like there's an awful lot of times where you if it's if it isn't Philly, you might be hosting the NFC title game. Okay. So there's a it feels like from two to six, it's kind of compacted. Okay. You, know, you, you end up with like the three and the five seed in the in the NFC title game. Would that be something? Fucking Charlotte hosting a? Well, the, oh, uh, I'm really getting ahead of myself. Andy, let's I mean, go to the range vault. The range vault comes two, apparently two years, to win the fucking Super Bowl.
1: Two years ago, the fourth seed Rams hosted the six seed Niners. Yeah. Right. I don't it think happens to wrong. be party naked. That, yeah. <laughs> uh the um the plus 360 to win the south is not bettable right now but again i'm going to look at that number hard in middle october the make the playoffs yes price i think is the way to really attack if it gets out to three to one oh boy i'm gonna that'll I'm be gonna the conversation
0: the we have we got to say this like this well we'll do that if if this turns out to happen and you know we make a lot of plans the best laid plans of mice and men here in august but if it comes to it, and we're sitting in that bye week, we will do a little discussion on this. We'll take like a hypothetical hundred dollars, and we'll just because it's we work in a base ten system here in America,
1: hundred units, okay.
0: hundred. We'll take a hundred dollars, and we'll say how you'd split it up between the various ways. Because you can go Super Bowl conference, sure. Make playoffs, division, adjusted win total, and I think there is, you know, like you said. Make playoffs should be like 50 percent of that,
1: yeah. Then, that makes you know, sense. and
0: then you know, five percent on win the conference, maybe 15 on win the division. A little zero bit, on like on an adjusted, ball. yeah, zero, <laughs> on Super a little bit on if, if there's an adjusted win total, yeah, maybe, of like, yeah, you know, like six and a half with a plus number in front of oh, it. An, over oh
1: my god, that would be nice. That, that would be, be a nice fun one it. too. Yeah. So, okay, uh, yeah. If they're right, this, well, we'll, this is good. This is good. This
0: is good. We'll do. We'll do some yeah. of those. Those will be fun. Yeah, ones.
1: and also like it. Yeah, I don't have a good answer right now because if the Desmond, Desmond Ritter experience is going pear shaped, if the you know the Saints' defense has significantly regressed because of personal losses, and if the Bucks are playing for a draft choice, then it might make sense to put it all all hundred units on. <laughs> to win the division, at like three or five, you know, five, one. Five, yeah, 100, 100 unit banger. Um, so, yeah, that's right. Uh, all right, range of outcomes for me is playoff appearance for sure is in the range of outcomes for me. I think schedule strength of defense is enough for me to tell you that this team could surprise to the good and be a playoff. You know, be a be a be in the playoff mix, even if they start shitty. If they start good, then and we miss all the prices then they might just be a bet any given week type of team. Um, if people are doubting the defense is good cause they just don't recognize the names. That would be a nice way to kind of continue to preserve a little bit of value on the Panthers. Um, hopefully their losses are, you know, just because they can't quite get the offense going or there's a couple fluky turnovers or something like that early on. And it preserves a little bit of this value for us. We'll see. Um, but the uh uh the bet on week in week out Panthers feels like the right call here big time and i mean there's not really a low floor for these guys i don't think right would you be like wouldn't you be like kind of quite surprised if this is a fourth place finisher in the division and they win like four games
0: i mean uh, mingo couldn't work uh nobody else on the line took a step forward and you would need really, really bad quarterback play. Like, hey, he looks lost out there. Hey, he's not making any reads. His pre-snap. You know, read is garbage. Once he gets into the play, he's not seeing things. He's turning the ball over a lot. Like, you'd need to, you know, really be fucking up because – and I think a situation where that is like, hey, this – Having nine running backs and every other position player is also a running back in Atlanta, that has to work. Derek Carr has to work out. Like to finish fourth, you need the other divisional teams to be on the high end of their expectations. Okay. Because because it's not just like there isn't just like, oh, it's Kansas City, they're gonna be good. They're Buffalo, they're gonna be good. There's there's not like a good team in the division right now.
1: Okay. So it's it, uh, it can I'm, happen, but yeah. it's I mean, still Trevor like Lawrence only won team. like three games.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to put this coaching situation in a better spot.
1: <laughs> Probably, right? You think Frank Greg knows what he's doing? Hmm. I'm all right with it. Okay. Do you think they made the right choice of Bryce Young?
0: I like Stroud better.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you think Frank I've already, and, I've already been and, uh, over this. I Allen, don't listen to and all of them, they were enamored with Stroud when they made the trade. Yeah. What do you think changed their mind?
0: I don't know. Like Bryce Young, is very good. They're all for, they were all so good. And, but man, I'm just, I watched a lot. I was out with the wife. I don't remember where we were, but I watched a lot of that Georgia game. Oh,
1: yeah, You're talking about was, the college football well, semifinal yeah, where well, P.J. H- Stroud's State, Georgia, best game yeah. of his life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, shit, if he can do this, like, this guy is winning at the next level. Like, he was making shit happen. And yeah. it, to be fair, I don't watch a lot of college football, I'll catch it here and there. And you know, I see the highlights and I understand who the good players are. But, like, I hadn't watched that much of an Ohio State game. So, maybe <laughs> that's why I have rose colored glasses for him. Because the game I watched the most of was the one where he looked like a god on the field.
1: But it was against no, the most I'm... NFL that, that, you that, know, the si- the most NFL like situation he played yeah, in. Yeah.
0: In, in a yeah, in a really tough spot with like, hey, you're playing a defense where like eight of these guys are gonna be playing in the same league as you next year.
1: Yeah. Man, as a rookie, Trevor Lawrence was 29th in EPA per play and won three games.
0: Yeah, yep. I remember that was a huge disappointment.
1: Yeah, and it was ultimately we wrapped that around Urban Meyer's neck and pushed him off the bridge. But yeah, I oh, mean, are maybe you, are
0: you making a case that we should have kept him?
1: No, not <laughs> at all, not at all. I, I just am. Him. I'm just trying to think through sort of the uh, the downside of because I, cause again, we're talking range of outcomes. I had kind of dismissed because of how good this defense is, because of how easy the schedule is, I really have a tough time seeing this being like a four-win team. But it happens all the time with rookie quarterbacks. All the time. So.
0: Was that, which, which year was that? Were they... Was, that, tw- oh, was 21. that... 2019?
1: You're talking about the Jags? Yeah, the Trevor Lawrence. 2021.
0: Why am I off by two years? I... I Covid ruined my time. My time.
1: <laughs> yeah, twenty nineteen so yeah, was five hundred years ago.
0: Twenty twenty one. I was just gonna check if they had Shark that year. <laughs> like yeah, but but he was dealing with having DJ Shark <laughs> as a receiver. <laughs> so
1: His been, receivers that, been, that year were were Lavisca Chenault, like Tavon Austin. LaVisca, Ch- he had Lavisca Chenault, Andy,
0: Marvin Jones Jr.
1: Lavisca Chenault, I think, was the most targeted. Right.
0: Quan Treadwell was on that team.
1: How about that? Oh, yeah, Marvin Jones had 120 targets. LaVisca Chenault had 100. Quan Treadwell. DJ Shark was on that team, Andy. <laughs> look at...
0: was I think he was later in the
1: year. LaVisca Chenault oh, and DJ the Chark IR. were both. He played four games, yeah. He played four games, yeah. Okay, he had... It's the, the, the same cast TV of team. characters he's dealing with. The cast-offs of that Urban Meyer mess.
0: And look at what was left of the running backs after they all got injured. Hyde got injured. Yeah. Um, James Robinson got injured. Obviously, yeah. the good one, uh, ETN was injured. Yeah. At the end of the year, he had like Ryquel Armstead was here.
1: <laughs> like, high sergeant. Dare Og Og and, Og and Bawale? Bawale started two games for you. Do not know who that is. No. Is he even Same a running back or is he a fullback he's a running back wisconsin kid this could be one of those like tiny yeah. ed-
0: oh yeah no, that's why it sounds kind of familiar <laughs> um all right so the betting plan was check
1: uh, back with us yes
0: in october whatever yeah st- probably has a st at the end of it
1: yeah i think and it, and i i mean i think bet unders like week one against the falcons you you're really telling me that uh ritter and uh
0: just uh, met a falcons game and feel good about it
1: (laughs) you're telling me that uh ritter and and bryce young and that and that and and then with with this mess of of skill position players
0: yeah and i do believe you know i do believe in some of this steamer on the falcons defense getting better as well
1: yeah yeah i don't think that totals getting to 43 personally um that's that uh is my second favorite under uh week one after the uh The Cardinals commanders (laughs) won. I feel like I feel like both games, 17 points might get you a win.
0: Yeah, I'm with you there. So I'm excited. I'm just excited about this one of these plans coming to fruition and us having you know, we're sitting there in week 16 and the Panthers are they just ripped off like nine nine wins in the you know the previous 10 weeks.
1: Mhm. I mean, they're that going math they're, out. they're they're head to head week 16 on Christmas Eve with Green Bay and Bryce Young fighting for playoff seating 3 and 4.
0: And, and I'm sitting on 115 to 1 to win the <laughs> NFC. <laughs>
1: That'd be fun. That Honestly, be. If,
0: if I do that, I'm going to see if I can get it a, a book that has, you know, maybe cash, cash out. out equity. Yeah. I I never I never think I, cashing out is never a great idea, especially when there's better ways to get out of it, but uh, Something like that, if you're gonna bet, like you know, say so you put a hundred bucks on it. Yeah, maybe bet you bet fifty dollars twice, catch one of those out, take a bunch of equity.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a good call. Um, all right, man. Well, good show. Panthers generally bullish about this team this year. Uh there's no sellers who would send them a wide receiver for a later on pick next year, is there? I feel like the ones I had circled are all in your division. <laughs> I don't know if there's somebody who's going to sell you a wide receiver for cheap. Think about that. Um, Cause if they made that move, then that blows up our plan entirely and they are a must bet now type of deal. Um, but all right. Good deal. Good show. Uh, let's wrap it up here. Join us, of course, on Wednesday when uh, you get the remaining teams of the NFC South, your Atlanta Falcons, and the favorite, New Orleans Saints. Yeah. Mm. Uh, very bold about one of the teams we're talking about on Wednesday.